everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. And today we have on Holly Sutherland. She's the Senior Creative Services Producer for WTVM in Columbus, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama area. So how are you doing, Holly? I'm good. How are you, Ricky? Oh, it's so good to see your face. We're on video. Sorry, guys. This is just audio (laughs) for who's listening. But Holly, it is so good to see you. We used to work together in Columbus, Georgia in TV news, and we are friends. We are friends. And so getting to hear what you do and for you just to share with us how God is using you. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you for your time. How's it going? It's going good. Good. um, you know, summer in Columbus, Georgia. So hot. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know it's hot. Down here too. Yeah. Well, yeah. for those who are listening, we want to get to know you because your job is cool. Okay. And we know on this platform, we do what we do for Jesus. Like there are a lot of hats that people wear. Someone might wear 10 different hats, but what we do, we do it for Jesus. He's our boss. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you do, Holly. Okay. Um, my job is I'm the creative services producer. So what that means for people who don't work in television is that I um, write, shoot, and edit commercials and promos. Um, Part of what I do is marketing WLTZ. So I work for WTVM. I market WLTZ. TV is weird. (laughs) It's like W. Yes, I work there. So... Working for WTV, I'm marketing WLTZ, but I make commercials for clients. Um, you know, love my clients. And there's some that that I've just been working with for years. And, in, you know, and it's all about going out, making commercials for them, helping grow their business, helping grow the TV stations, viewership. And, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, I think it is really cool how you walk alongside businesses and shine the best parts of them to market them. And those are big words like market them and shine the best qualities about them. But really it's a connection and a relationship that you're making with these people and you're keeping those relationships for a long time. So can you tell us about some of your clients or just about some of the relationships that you have and how you work with them? Um, Okay. One of our clients one of my one of my favorites is zombie pig barbecue and um the owners brad and dave and brad brad's he's always there so brad's the one that i see when i go in there most of the time because i'll go there every couple weeks and have lunch and he comes and sits down with me and eats his lunch too and 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 we just sit and talk and you know and brad's a believer and so we'll we'll talk about um god and, and god blessing their business and and you know, they, they got a great business and, and we've worked with them and, and come up with a marketing plan. I emailed them today and I'm like, you know, cause they used to sell brisket and they took brisket off the menu because they took the, brisket off the menu. Went, well, with the pandemic, the price of brisket went, my you know, beef went really, really? high. Oh, yeah. breaking news. Forever's listening. The price of brisket went really high. So on our grocery list next so I redid the, 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 we have a football spot and I'm like, okay, here's what I think you should do. Cause we're running a summer spot right now. And I'm like, yeah. let's, let's transition it out. And so I kind of like talk to them about what, what I think you should, they should do and stuff. And so we, you know, just fun things like that. And, um, and just kind of working with them and, and 
being with them through the different seasons and transitioning from one area to another and you know just clients like that that just you know become friends I'm Facebook friends with Brad now yeah yeah exactly and so you keep those relationships with your clients yes yeah and it's so crazy because in tv everything seems to change like there's all kinds of stuff that changes with television Mm -hmm. um but God never changes. Like God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the relationships that we make and that consistency, I see that in you, how you keep those relationships. And you do. You do it with everyone. You keep those relationships. Um, and it's really admirable. So how would you recommend for somebody who's listening who wants to keep those consistent relationships with other people, what would you recommend they do? Um, well, you got to put God first. I think that's important. You know, have some time every morning. I, you know, I'm, I like the, I'm reading the, um, of course, I can't remember Jesus calling devotion. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm read, I read that in the morning and I but get dressed and then sit down and then and, and read my devotional, read the scripture that goes with it um, before I go and put my makeup on and get ready to go to work. Yeah. Um, I just take, you know, just a few minutes to have some time with God, listening, you know, a little bit of time in the word, some time with him to, um, to learn and, you know, and to kind of start my day that way. You know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not the best in the morning. I'm not really a morning person, but I take that time <laughs> to, 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 you know, spend that few minutes with God just to yeah. kind of get my day on track and yeah. see what message he has for me. So if you put him first and, you know, then that helps you be where you need to be for other people. I like where you said, see what message he has for me. Yeah. Well, that's important, you know, because there, there's a message in the scripture for everybody. Every yeah. Day. yeah, it's true. Um, there's some mornings when I go to read and I don't know what's next. Like I read chapter by chapter, but I, you know, didn't check the day before what I would be reading next. So it's a surprise, you know, it's a, it's a surprise what I'm going to read. <laughs> Sometimes it's good stuff. The other day I was reading about John getting killed. Like that's terrible. Okay. And then the next day I read about God feeding the 5,000, doing a miracle. And so what you just said, see what message he has for me. How does that carry you through your day in your job? Oh boy. (laughs) You know, sometimes I'll, you know, it comes back to me as I go throughout the day. And sometimes it's just kind of working in the background. You know how, like on your computer, there's a lot of programs that just work in the background. Yeah. And I think, you know, reading that scripture in the morning, it's in it's working in the background sometimes. It may not be in the front of your mind. It may not be the screen you have open, to use a computer analogy, but it's running in the background. And that kind of, I think it kind of keeps you centered, keeps you focused on you know on God putting him first you know where it may not be the first thing on your mind you know when you're having a conversation you know on a business call or whatever but if it but it's back there and it's kind of you know keeping everything going does that make sense yeah (laughs) yeah it does make sense yeah it does and the encouragement that you're able to give from that is what I see as a friend Oh, you're sweet. (laughs) Yeah, but what you're able to give others from you having that quiet time. And it's probably not a super long amount of time, right? No, it's not. It's 
you know, five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Just to build that foundation for the day. God first. Yeah, absolutely. So for someone's listening, they're like, what am I going to learn from Holly? You know, Holly's here. Holly's TV girl. (laughs) Like, you know how it works. You know how to shoot people in the right light. Like literally, (laughs) literally, literally, you know how to shoot people in the right light. And some people hate that word, but I I mean that word for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're saying God first, five to 10 minutes in the morning. What would Mm -hmm. you recommend for someone? Because here we're all about having purpose in your day, living life on purpose for him. And Mm -hmm. saying that it's like, what does that mean for me? Well, what it means is using your gifts and talents that God's given you to Mm -hmm. serve him, to broadcast Mm -hmm. God's love. And Mm -hmm. so just what I see in you, if you could explain this a little bit for me, is by you giving God your first, you're able to give others your best. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I think God kind, of <laughs> that God kind of just put that in my brain, but I want to know for the person listening, because we have something to learn from you by mm-hmm. you giving God your first, you're able to give others your best and to show mm-hmm. them in the right light. What would you recommend for someone who's listening? Who's having a hard time right now? Who's like, treading, you know, just trying to like keep their head above water. What would you recommend? Um, I think you need a relationship with God. You need to spend some time with him every day. I mean, if you think about, think about your friends and your friends that you hadn't seen in a long time, and maybe you lose touch with them. Well, you know, it's the same way with God. If you don't spend some time with him, you're going to lose touch with it. Right, right. So just like your friends that you hang out with are the ones that, you know, you feel the closest to, you got to hang out with God. You know, you got to spend some time with him, spend some time in the word, spend some time in prayer, spend time at church. If you don't have a church, you really should find one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Get it, So girl. those are some things, you know, that's, if if you're not spending time with God, then you're not going to be close to him. Yeah. And if you're not close to him, then he's got to come first. So if you're not spending time with him, then everything else isn't going to be in order. Yeah. And I think maybe you can relate to this. The closer I get to God the more I see him and the more I love him, but there are challenges. Oh yeah. I mean, life gets in the way. Satan throws stuff in the way all the time. You know, it's like, Oh, um, you're running late. Maybe you you should skip your devotional this morning. You know, no, I'm not skipping my devotional this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll be 10 minutes late for work, but I'm going to have my devotional. Yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah. So, cause you gotta, you gotta spend that time. And, and, and really think about your friends. If you haven't spent, you know, the friends you haven't seen in a year, are you close to them? You're not because you haven't spent any time with them. And the same thing's going to happen with God if you don't spend time with them. Yeah. When I was praying about your interview, God, what do you want Holly and I to talk about? I just felt the word change on my heart, change, because though there are changes, God never fails. He's the same. And to me, your character is a reflection of staying consistent. You're very, to me, very Mm -hmm. consistent. Me, I'm like all in my emotions. Like sometimes I'll just tell my friends, I'm just having an emotional day. Like you don't do that. (laughs) You're just very (laughs) consistent. And so (laughs) I don't know, but I love you. You are definitely one to be admired for sure. Joshua 1.9 is what came to mind preparing for this interview. And it says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. 
and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And those last few words, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I just feel like you carry that line with you. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, in the grocery store, uh, to a restaurant, to your clients, to your office computer. You know, when you used to see us in the newsroom, like the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I would just love to hear what you think about that scripture, Joshua 1.9. Okay, I have kind of a funny story about that verse. <laughs> okay, I want to hear it. Sweet. Okay. When I was in college, um, God called me to do summer missions. I was in the Baptist Student Union that's now a lot of places referred to as Baptist Campus Ministry at Clemson okay. um, when I was in school. Oh, wait, and can you do that one more time? Because we do have some South Carolina listeners. So. Okay, I went to Clemson, go Tigers. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was part of the Baptist campus ministry. And one year my after my junior year, I want to say God called me to do summer missions. And so I did the whole thing through the home mission board. That's now the North American mission board um, and applied for summer missions. And the whole, it's a whole process that it was, you know, doing the application and the letters you have to write and everything. It was a, it was a big deal. And yeah. so I did all this and, um, and one verse that God brought to me was Joshua 1, 9, you know, um, be strong and courageous and, you know, and I will be with you wherever you go. And, and where I ended up going was New Jersey. So, My so, country girl went to I know, New Jersey. I know, I'm, I'm like such a Southern girl. And, yeah. so, and so I would say, you know, the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go, even New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We do have listeners up in North, you know, up in the North area. We love you guys like legit. Lo- Jackie, love you. Um, but you know, wherever you go for people in the South, you know, to go up there is like a different even New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. That's my story about that verse. Wherever you go. Well, I think it's a testament to whoever's listening. I mean, we can like thank God for joy that we can laugh mm-hmm. about wherever you go and that we can have common ground in scripture because we haven't talked or seen each other in so long, but we're here talking about Joshua one nine and that verse carried you through a season, you know, it did. did. Yeah. You know, and I I would tell people that I'm like, even New Jersey, I mean, (laughs) because that was, um, I'd never left, you know, I mean, I'd traveled some, but not really out of the South a whole lot. And so, so that was a big deal for me to spend a whole summer in New Jersey doing mission. And yeah, it was, um, that was a first for me. It was a, it was a big deal. Yeah. And, and definitely, you know, had an impact on my life. I learned a lot that summer and, um, you know, and, and it was great, you know, but yeah even New Jersey. (laughs) I love it. Is there anything that you can tell people who are listening, you know, that they can learn from Joshua one nine in your life? Here's the thing that I learned that summer, because there there were some, um, some times that, that were difficult that I, you know, God put me in situations I had never been in and I'm, you know, and I'd be like, I can't handle this God. And he'd say, no, you can't, but I can't. And just, you know, any situation that you, that God puts you in, He's gonna give you the ability to deal with it. Wow! You know, he's never gonna put you in a situation that you can't handle without his help. You know, you mm-hmm. it may be you know because sometimes he'll put you in a situation that on your own is too much for you. Amen. But 
you have to rely on him. And you just have to, you know, that sometimes he'll he'll stretch you. He'll put you in that situation where you're going, I don't know if I can do this. And and you probably can't by yourself. But that's that's when you learn to trust him. And those those times where he kind of stretches you and makes you rely on him. And then you learn what that faith relationship is with God. That's when you learn to trust him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when it's all, you know, roses and flowers and you know music and stuff you know it's hard you don't necessarily have to rely on God when things are going well it's when you're in a struggle that you really have to realize what you need to rely on so while you were just saying that you were using your arms and going up and down I know. <laughs> like this with your arms like and your hands go up yeah <laughs> you know yeah. like up and I think what you just described about trusting him, look up, mm-hmm. you know, um, man, there have been times, I mean, I'll just be honest today where I was like, I can't handle this. I was shaking, like shaking, you know? Um, but what you just said, I pray for the person listening. It may be too much for you, but not for him. Right. It may be too much for you. Like God knows the plans he has for you, you know, and hearing that if somebody's going through a hard time, like that's really hard to hear. You know what I mean? It really is hard to be like, I don't want to, cause you did not say this, but I think a lot of people here, uh, when they're going through a hard time, God's not going to put you through something you can't handle, which that's not what you said, but that's what sometimes people hear. And I think God is a compassionate God. God's a loving God. And for hard things to happen, it's just a reminder that we need him. You know? That's how he teaches us to rely on him. Um, You know, and and one influential Christian musician that I know, and that's somebody I've met personally, but she, um, she told me once, she said, you never know God is all you need until he's all you've got. And, and I was like, okay. And, you know, cause I was going through a really low time. She told me that she goes, you never know he's all you need until he's all you've got. And, and I was like, okay. And, and, and I was, and I had to think about it and I'm like, all right, he really, I, you know, it was at a point where he really was all I had and, and I had to rely on him. And, and that's when I was like, okay, he's going to carry me through this. He's going to make everything okay. And, and if, you know, when you go through hard times and there's going to be hard times and it's easy to say, oh, trust God. Yeah. You know, it's easy to say it. It's often, it's hard to do it. It It's hard for anybody to do it. It's hard for us to do it. Um, I don't want people listening to think, oh, it's easy. She, you know, she had an easy time. No, I didn't have an easy time. I had a hard time. Amen. And, and I learned to trust God during those hard times. So beautiful. I think the best thing we can do is be authentic with people and that word gets overused. Mm-hmm. But like to come to a place where you and I can look at each other and be like, we cannot do this on our own. Like there is a scripture that I love. It's a great humbling verse for anyone because it gives all the glory to God and it just reminds us that all, he's done everything. So I'm going to read that real quick. Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. 
all that we have accomplished, like every little thing we've accomplished, you've done it for us. And so while we can sit here and say, you know, we're so excited and laughing and joy and have all those things, there have been hard times. God is our strength. I look at, at my life and I can see when you look back on your life, you can see God working in it. You know, when you're in the middle of it, it's kind of hard to see him. Yeah. You know, I um, had a job here in town working for the city of Columbus and they eliminated my position while I was on a mission trip to Mexico. <laughs> so, you're like, I'm working for the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And I come back and the day I came back to the office, they said, we've decided to outsource your job. Oh, <laughs> so, Holly. Yeah. So and I, I was like, God, you know, I don't understand this, but okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I just remember sitting through meetings um, during that process where I, I had, I was showing grace that did not come from within me. I knew that. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like, how did I come through this meeting like that? As cool and as calm and collected and professional as I did, because that's not what I was feeling on the inside. But I, but I, you know, got in the car and I was like, Okay, I don't know where that came from, but it was like, (laughs) and I, you know, and I know it was just God carrying me through that, that difficult time because it, you know, anytime you you lose a job, it's difficult. Oh yeah. And and it was dramatic and it was hard and I cried afterward. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) During that, that, those meetings, I was very cool and calm and professional and you know, and some of the p- other people in the meeting weren't being so cool and calm and professional. And I was, and I'm like, yeah, all right. You know? I'm like, if this is what y'all, y'all want to do, then okay, that's fine. But, you know, and I don't know, it was, I know it was God carrying me and, you know, and I've had other times in my life. There was, there was one time when I was going through a, you know, really difficult circumstance and I was, you know, and, and I got in bed that night and I was like, God, how can you let this happen? And I heard in my head, you know, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. And I'm like, how is this going to work together for good? Are you going <laughs> to use it? I couldn't yeah. see it, you know, and because in the middle of it, you don't see it. And it's, you know, afterward, looking back, you're like, okay, I'm glad I'm not in that situation anymore. I'm glad that I moved out of that situation. And I, you know, but I did ask God, I'm like, how the heck is this going to work together for good? (laughs) (laughs) And when you get close with him, you talk to him like that. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, I don't, I don't see it, but yeah. But looking back, you know, hindsight with God, you understand, but yeah, in the middle of stuff, you just got to hang on and trust him. Hang on and trust him, sister. Hang on and trust. There you go. It sounds like a country song, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I don't know. oh my goodness, man. Well, I've I've loved working with you. You're awesome. And uh, what a gift to have that time of working with you because I've seen the fruits of your labor. I have. And the people who you get to work with, you know, those businesses that you partner with, same thing. So a lot of people are going through transitions, job transitions, moving, changes changes. Mm -hmm. And you have just given us a powerful message about trusting in God. He's where our hope comes from, trusting in God. What would you say to the person who is in transition from the story that you've just shared with us? Well, 
there's a couple of verses that apply. One of my favorites, I've got a couple of favorite verses. One of them is Romans 12, 12. Romans 12, 12 is a great verse. There, now I'm just, I've memorized a couple of different translations and sometimes I mix them up. Yeah. So, but um, one of them says, um, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. I think that's the NIV. Um, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. And then, um, then I want to say it's a good news. Bible says, um, let your hope keep you joyful, be patient in your troubles and pray at all times. Mm. I think that's good news, but, yeah. um, you got to find that joy, um, because we have hope. I mean, people who don't know the Lord and don't have that hope, I don't, I don't know how they get through a day. Yeah. I mean, if you feel hopeless in your life, you need to like rely on God more. To me, that's how you find hope. Because, you know, if you don't have hope, I mean, what do you have? I don't, I don't know that you have anything if you don't have hope. Hope is really all there is. Yeah. Um, joyful and hope, patient and affliction. To be patient. I mean, it's hard. I mean, things happen that are hard. Yeah. And it's hard to be patient when you're going through difficult times. Yeah. yeah. Because life can be hard. And, you know, especially the last year and a half we've had with the pandemic, it's been hard. I mean, there's been a lot of hard times, hard times through your jobs, hard times with your families. You know, I mean, there are eight people I have met who died from COVID. Mm. I lost a 49-year-old friend from COVID. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, you know, a coworker died from COVID. You know, I'm sorry. You know about Sharon, right? That Sharon's what with. yeah Sharon died from COVID I did not know that yeah, Sharon from the front desk yeah oh oh I know I'm so, so sorry it's man just such a hard time you know and people have been through a, a lot of hard times and it's hard to be patient in those difficult times but we got to rely on God I mean you yeah. know Jeremiah 29 11 I know the plans for you declares the Lord Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Yeah. So, you know, he's got plans to give us hope, you know, and we've got to, you know, trust in him, you know. And, I mean, life's hard. And, you know, there's a lot of rough times that come to us. But, you know, if you don't have a relationship with God, I mean, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is a powerful thing to say. Like, if you don't have a relationship with God, what do you have? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think somebody listening to this might be kind of off put by that because it's like, well, I have a car and I have a cell phone and I have hair and, or maybe I don't, (laughs) you know what I mean? Leading things that, you know, your relationship with God is eternal. Eternal. That's the key. And we're hoping in heaven. I just love thinking about hoping in heaven and hoping on heavenly things and seeing the good and looking up. And those are all such powerful things to focus on and going back to your arms going up and down. I just think that's just like so fun, but it's also such a great reminder that like, we need not look what's around us. Maybe somebody just gave us bad news. Maybe something that we heard is going to change everything. But God is never going to fail us, and He's never changing, never changing. So our hope is in heaven. Our hope is in Jesus. And I love what you just shared, Romans 12, 12. Be joyful Mm -hmm. in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Be joyful. Be joyful in hope, not Mm -hmm. joyful in our flesh, not joyful in our hair. (laughs) I don't know. 
just came up. Joyful in our flesh. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. The last question we ask every guest is what Bible verse is helping you in this season. So do you mind sharing that? I, it might be cliche to say it, but um, no, Philippians 4.13, yeah. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I mean, you know, really everything we do, we do through Christ who gives us strength. Yeah. Without him, what what would we do? I mean, really, that's been that's been everything we've talked about for the last half hour has been about how Christ gives us strength to, to do all the things that we have to do every day. Yeah. I can do all things through him. And I think that's confusing for a lot of people is like, how can I do it through him? I mean, I can go through a drive through, you know what I mean? How can I do something through Jesus? Can you break that down for us at all? I think, um, I think it's it's through the strength that he gives us. So he's giving us the strength to do everything that we have to do. Um, so it may be, you know, that we've got to go through a tough meeting at work. Right. Or, um, and, and it's, you know, things like that can be hard, but he's going to give us the strength to do it. If you just commit it to him. And just say, you know, God, I've got this day ahead. It's going to be difficult. I've got this meeting. I got this thing with the kids. I got this thing at church. And it's going to be a lot I've got to get done. And I need you to give me the strength to get it all done. And I need you to give me the, the, to know what to do, the knowledge of what to do, the wisdom to make the right decisions, you know, and, and if we commit it to him, he's going to help us through it. Right. Right. I just wanted to read. Philippians 4, 12, which is the verse right before Philippians 4, 13. It says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Verse 13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Wow. I know what it is to have plenty. I know what it is to be in need. I have learned the secret, the secret of being content. I don't know about you, Holly, but I don't see people putting on billboards that they are content. Like usually when you see a billboard or something that somebody's broadcasting, it's like, I'm, I'm having an advertisement, like call 1-800-MOMMY, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the secret of being content. Contentment is not going to be broadcasted. It's going to be something that you see in someone. And I see that in you. And so when you hear the secret of being content. What do you think of that? That's, uh, you know, everybody wants that. That's what I think. Yeah. Everybody wants to know how to be content. Um, and you know, in contentment, it's, you know, it's having peace. It's having joy. Yeah. It's having hope. Those are things you got to have in your life if you're going to just, you know, be able to function. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Without hope and joy, I mean, how do you function? Yeah. Yeah. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So, um, thank you for sharing that scripture. Oh man. Contentment. Oh, I do not like talking about contentment because that's one that gets me every time. Um, first Timothy six, six through eight. Now there is great gain in godliness with contentment. You know what I mean? For we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. 
Holly, why is this conversation hard right now? The Lord is moving. The Lord is moving. Contentment. I did not realize that verse said the secret. The mm-hmm. secret. Secret. Paul, I can do all bring in the word. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul, bring in the word. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Is there anything else you want to share? What's the verse? Micah 6 8. Is that right? The ah. take justice. Um, gosh, it's the end of that that casting crown song. Courageous. Um <laughs> We were made to be courageous. We were made to lead the way. Yeah. At the end, they say, um, seek justice, love mercy, walk walk humbly with your your God. God. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good verse, too. So, seek justice. So, um, and you know, and and I like the YouVersion Bible app because I can look at different translations of the verse and, and, and see exactly, you know, what does seek justice mean? You know, and it, and I guess it's like being fair to people, seeking, you know, seeking to do what's right, seeking to be right with God, um, you know, and walking humbly with Him and love mercy. And, and, and mercy in the Bible, they use the mean love. So it's like loving people, loving, you know, the love of God. That's mm. um, an unconditional love. So, you know, so it's like, you know, walking humbly with him, you know, it's like, and being humble with God is, is letting God be in charge of your life. You know, it's like not trying to put God into the mold of what you want him to be. Yeah. But letting yeah. God be God. Yes. Oh my goodness. So that to me, that's what walk humbly with your Lord is about. It's letting God be God. That is so beautiful. Oh man. Okay. So we've been watching the chosen. Have you been watching that? I, have, I saw the first episode. I haven't, you know, cause it's, you know, it's, I just haven't gotten to it yet. I need to, before no. the new TV season starts and I get distracted. <laughs> Don't binge it. Don't binge it. I I've said before, like it's binge worthy Christian TV and it is binge worthy Christian TV, but uh-huh. my husband's been challenging us to like not watch two episodes in one night, watch one. And then uh-huh. like not watch it for a couple of nights and then watch it again because it's so good, you know, to us. Uh-huh. Okay. So when you were just talking about mercy, there's a line in the show where the person playing Jesus, not like real Jesus, okay. <laughs> the person playing Jesus says, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. He says in the show, I desire mercy or I came for mercy. And when you just said mercy means love, that just brought me so much clarity because it says, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, because um, in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and yeah. now these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And like the King James Version, it says um, faith, hope, and mercy. So, you know, so and stuff that what had been translated earlier as mercy is in modern translations is translated as love. That's, you know, that's where I got that from. I didn't make it up. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not in our own strength. Like, thank you for sharing that. This podcast is a daily reminder to me that I need God. Like I need him and we can't do anything in our own strength. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You have redefined Philippians 4.13 for me today. So thank you. 
I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm-hmm. Like Matthew 9, 13 is what we just read. In oh. fact, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners, like mm-hmm. but sinners. So, and we're all in that pot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> we are okay. all in that pot. And, and, and my only other thing I'm going to say, and yeah. I think the last thing I need to say is um, yeah. there's a song by Rich Mullins um, that's, called to tell them it was like back in the 90s where he says ain't nobody so bad that the lord can't save them ain't nobody so good that they don't need god's love ain't nobody so good that they don't need god's love right ain't nobody so bad that the lord can't save them ain't nobody so good that they don't need god's love that's good humbling yeah Yeah. it's like he's for everybody nobody's so bad that he can't save them Nobody's so good that they don't need them. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Thank you for that, Holly. That's good. Um, God first. I'm going to remember that in this podcast. God first. God first. God first. Um, As we close out this podcast, how do we connect with Holly? Uh, I am on Twitter as Hot Pink GA. I'm on Instagram as Hot Pink GA. Yes. It's a lot of... I don't know, pictures of cats and, you know, <laughs> fingernails and I like makeup. <laughs> and, exactly. <laughs> and I like cats. Um, you know, definitely. So, you know, I, I, you know in, and I teach Sunday school. I teach two-year-old Sunday school. I know you do. Um, yes, you do. Kids. They're so yeah. fun. But, um, and yeah, so Instagram, Twitter, Hot Pink GA. Um, I'm on YouTube. If you want to see TV commercials, you can go to YouTube and look for Hot Pink 0113. Okay, cool. That is my YouTube channel that's mostly like TV commercials and stuff that I've done. Yeah. And if you're in the Columbus, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama area, if this is your market, WTVM, totally yeah. reach out to Holly to do a video for you guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the only woman that's producing TV commercials in Columbus. That's my girl. And you know what you're doing too. You have the vision for it. You're like, this is where we need to be. And this is the storyline you write, you produce, you edit, like all the things. Thank you for sharing what God has on your heart. It really does mean a lot. Um, well, thank you for asking me. I appreciate the invitation. Yes. We want to learn from our guests. Like when people come on, I know that it's for a reason. And I mean, I don't know if other people are taking notes, but I'm taking notes like, Thank you for teaching us what God has shown you. So um, just as we close this out, we always pray this at the end of every podcast. Lord, I pray we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening. Special thanks to Holly for coming on and sharing what God has on her heart. It's so cool to hear from guests who are using their position, no matter what it is, to broadcast God's love. So we've heard a lot of interesting people on this podcast. I hope you go back and listen to some of our other guests and just what they're doing for the Lord. It may be a common job. It may be an unusual job, but they're using their unique gifts and talents from the Lord to serve God and serve the people around them in their positions. That's what this podcast is all about. Using your position, no matter what it is, to broadcast God's love. And you all know, I love Christine Kane. And when she speaks, sometimes she'll say, we're co-workers with Christ. So just think of that today. No matter where you're going, you're a co-worker with Christ. You can stop and be still and know that he's God. 
and you can go forward today knowing that he will never fail you. He will never fail you. God will never fail you. So you can confidently go with your head held high today into your job or into your house or wherever you're going today, knowing that he's got your back and you can broadcast his love. You can broadcast God's love and you might not even have to say anything, just being quiet and being still and let God do the work. He has given you gifts and talents to use for his kingdom. And someone might need your gifts and talents today. It starts with Jesus, God first. And I just pray as you guys are listening to the end of this, so thankful to have you here, that the peace of Christ rule in your hearts today. At the end of every podcast, we have what I like to call closing time. And that's just our friends and some family who come on and share what they're doing to broadcast God's love using their position. So feel free to connect with them. Thank you all so much for listening. We're going to have a bonus episode this week. So be sure to subscribe to Broadcast His Love wherever you listen to podcasts. And this week on Thursday, we'll be talking about forgiveness. And it might not be what you think. Forgiveness has been something that I've had to work hard on, like going to the gym every day, being disciplined in forgiveness. And so I want to share with you what God has on my heart about forgiveness. And I'm still working through it with the Lord. And I have a feeling I'll be working on this with Him for a long time. But just the peace that He's given me from understanding forgiveness personally from an event I went to in Pensacola at Marcus Point Baptist Church with Lisa Turkhurst. So be sure to subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. And here's closing time with some of my dear friends and family. Y'all have a great week and Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy, Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys, and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>